Welcome to the Happiness Alchemy Podcast for magical women craving business, life, and spiritual growth. Stay with me to expand and empower yourself to live a life you love. Today I'm joined by Angela Barnard, author, speaker, self-love coach, and soul realignment practitioner. She helps her clients heal their past and embark on a journey of soul and self-discovery to fully inhabit and embody their lives. Her upcoming book, Letters from the Way, tells a story in letter form of her epic 900-kilometer walk across Spain on the Camino de Santiago. Today, Angela and I will be chatting about what it means to embody your truth and connect to who you really are. Welcome, Angela. Hi, Tracy. Hi, everybody. It's lovely to be here with you today. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. That that must have been an epic walk. Whenever I was reading that, I was actually telling my husband about it, too, and it sounds just absolutely magical. Magical is one of the words I would put at the end of the descriptor list. Wow. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of pain and suffering that you go through before you get to magical. To magic, um, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it, it really was an, an epic journey for me because it epic was journey. so unexpected. Yes, I'll I'll be interested to read that book. Absolutely. So can you tell me a little bit about shifting, shifting gears just a little bit here? Can you tell me a little bit about your journey? And what's led you to to where you're at today in this role, this self love soul realignment practitioner, stepping into really, really your purpose and potential? What's led you to to this today? Yeah, that's such a huge question, Tracy. You know, I know. <laughs> I think, you know, like all of us, we I'm a soul, you know, journeying through this life experiencing myself. And um, from a very young age, I understood what being a spiritual being meant, you know, mm-hmm. um, and have followed some form of religion or, you know, relationship with God or spirit, as you'd like to call it. And so, you know, I, I, I've always had this feeling like there was something I should be doing with my life. Emphasis yes. on the word should. <laughs> um, but you know how life is. You, you go through processes where, you know, you're conditioned and trained and then, you know, you go and start studying and follow a career path, etc., etc. And when I actually left school, I wanted to be a social worker and that never worked out for me. But I then ended up becoming a food technologist. And from studying food technology, I then went on to, be, to pursue a career as a flavorist. Now, That's this so is interesting. A, yeah. It's a very, very specialized career. And there's actually a limited number of flavorists in the world. And for those of you that don't know, a flavorist is somebody who creates flavors that go into food and beverage um, products, oral care products, tobacco products. So I had the, I had the, uh, yeah, I was blessed to have such a career because, you know, as a specialist, it, it gave me a lot of perks in my life. I was, and it enabled me to create a certain lifestyle for myself. Yes. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you know, there was always this feeling you should be doing mm-hmm. something else, you know, or like I wasn't happy. I had all the trappings of, you know, success by modern living standards, and yet I wasn't happy. And um, in 2006, I, I had this habit, Tracy, of making these grand proclamations in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in 2006, I woke up one morning and I said, I'm going to become a life coach. 
And that was that. <laughs> and I was like, what no, it wasn't because you know my life doesn't go in straight lines. I mean, why should I should I choose something so easy? Um, yeah, it, it really surprised me because you know I, I didn't know any coaches. I wasn't mm-hmm. being coached. Coaching wasn't in my sphere of reference, um, and yet this was a feeling that I really had like so strongly. And um, that year I was transferred to Germany by the company I was working for, and the following year I moved to Singapore. All the while having this this feeling in my heart and my mind yeah be a life coach you know um did nothing about it and one morning sitting on my bed in Singapore I opened the newspaper and there was a full page advertisement about you know do you want to be a life coach come and find a call it's like the universe yeah you know it's like okay you know you've you've made this proclamation let's help you actually do this right yeah um so I used my time while I was living in Singapore to study as a life coach in 2007, and then I was transferred back to Germany and continued with my misery and my job um, mm-hmm. and did nothing about it. The whole time thinking I should be doing something else. Fast forward a couple of years, I left that company and I went to join another company. Um, and, you know, I was kind of escaping my misery and thought if I had a different challenge or a different job, you know, it would be different. It would be um, different, right? <laughs> yeah. And for a short while, I have to be honest, I was I was happy and I was motivated and I was enjoying what I was doing. Um, but in that workplace, I experienced workplace bullying and mm-hmm. I became very ill and mm-hmm. to the point where I didn't know who I was and I couldn't access myself um, because this, this experience traumatized me so badly. Um, and thank goodness here in Germany we have an incredibly good medical system mm-hmm. uh, and I was able to take the time I needed, um, you know, to, to stay at home and hopefully recover. But it just wasn't going to get better at this company, you know. They were in no ways prepared to help me um, and I came to the conclusion that I couldn't carry on working there anymore and the one day I just never went back. Yeah. And I was offered a really good settlement package and then I was in the state of, okay, um, what's next? What do I do now? You know, yes. and all the options. So you're a flavorist, you know, you've got leadership um, positions and knowledge, business experience, you've got these degrees, what do you do? Yep. And my soul stands up and says, go walk the Camino de Santiago. And my brain is going, you might really? need to go here. What the fuck? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And to get this in context, just so that your your listeners know, because you know we know one another, Tracy. um, Yeah. I'm I'm not a sports person. In fact, I'm fat and I'm lazy. You know, that's the bottom line. I mean, let's just you know let's just call things as they are. Cozy and comfortable. (laughs) Totally. Couch potato. This is me. You know, queen of couches. And here, here my soul is saying, go and walk. No, it was 789,1 kilometer, okay? Yeah. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And there was no time between me uttering these words and my brain actually getting in the way and saying, no, you're not going to do this. Or, you know, it was like I felt this push and I felt mm-hmm. this pull. And off I went. It was less than a month after I made this insane proclamation that I was walking across Spain. Oh, my goodness. And the whole time, you know, I just, you meet all sorts of people, you know, people are doing it for different reasons. Everybody's having their own experience and their own journey. 
and I was very, very present with myself. And how I walked was literally with every step I took, I was saying, thank you, thank you. You know, that's wow. how I was walking because, you know, I'm, I'm overweight, I'm lazy, physical exercise is not my sweet spot. And here I was, you know, <laughs> attempting to cross Spain on my own two little legs, you know. Yeah. Um, and there was a very, whole time I was thinking like, what next, what next? And I just kept on feeling, don't think about this. Mm-hmm. It will come to you. And it was some night somewhere on the top of a mountain that I said to two strangers for the first time, I'm going to start my own business, a coaching business. And that mm-hmm. for me was like set in stone. So, so you know, it was a couple of years later after this proclamation um, of what are you going to do. And the biggest thing that I took, took out of walking across Spain, because the goal that I set for myself before I went, um, was that by the time I reached um, Santiago, mm-hmm. was that I would have fully accepted myself. And I didn't actually know what that means, to be very honest with you. Right. I'm, I'm not sure I even still fully understand what that means. I'm All sure. we can do is, yeah, is guess yeah. kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, so I really felt like I was walking into myself. Right. And as I walked, I really, you know, when I came out of it, because you kind of come out of this bubble of, you know, insulation of 34 days of walking. Wow. The thing that came out for me was know your truth, mm-hmm. speak truth, live your truth, whatever that means. Um, and so that's how I came to this point where I am right now. I know you asked me a very short question and I gave you a very long answer. No, it's, it's so, important, yes. Yeah, so, so that for me has, and it's, it continues to be a journey, Tracy. It continues every day. You know, there's a saying on the Camino um, that your Camino only begins when you reach home. Um, and many people actually think, you know, it's like, because we focus so often on the destination. Yes. Know, like, oh, I'm going there, and when I get there, then my life will be X, Y, and Z, or, you know, or when I have this relationship, or when I have that job, you know. But actually, it's when you have that thing that the journey often begins, you know. Absolutely. Um, so for me, the Camino is still very alive every single day, because Camino is actually means the way, or way, in right. English. So. You know, it's a continuing journey every single day. That's a beautiful. So it's it's like this calling that, well, you, you clearly couldn't ignore it because, I mean, it got you up off your ass and across <laughs> Spain. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how it's like you set this declaration of life coaching and then years later, different turn of events happen. And then still the universe is still keeping you on the path all the way. Um, so I find it really interesting as it opened you up completely to your message and your purpose just kind of going with what you are you were pulled to do with with really like I mean there's there's not much you can do like your logical brain could try and get in the way but you had that deep spiritual connection that honestly there is nothing you could do to stop it that is exactly it you know I, I really felt this push mm-hmm. and I felt a, felt a pull it, it was like you know something was pulling me towards Spain and something was pushing me yes and now I see it as, you know, my higher self was, was pulling me into myself, you know. Of course, yeah. Um, that I would be willing to say, this is who I am, this is how I'm choosing to show up in my life, and this is what I'm choosing to do, Yeah. You know? 
So yeah, it's it's been an interesting journey. And you know, often the thing is is when once you've gone on a journey, you then understand that journey and then you're able to help other people in a similar journey. Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, and so that's what I'm doing, you know. So it's beautiful. And I think a lot of people can really resonate um with the message too of kind of like being in a job and feeling off and feeling kind of pulled to do something more, but we're so in this kind of linear logical place most of the time that it's really tricky to just think outside of the box long enough to give ourselves the opportunity to see the spark that's right there. So I, I think that's really, really inspiring your story. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that we're, uh, we're, we're looking into this today. So, so we're going to move forward a little bit here. There's so many things I want to get into with you. Um, now, before we really get into how to connect to your truth, can you tell me a little bit about um, what the term your truth means to you. So this is, this is a loaded thing, and I think the first time we spoke, we chatted about this a little too, so I'm interested to hear your perspective on what your truth means. Well, you know, I think for me, there's divine truth, mm-hmm. which we, all of us, understand in part. Mm-hmm. I don't think we fully understand fully what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still experiencing what that means. Um, then there's, you know, everyday truth of what we consider true to be in our society, in our lives, facts, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, you know, the truth about ourselves. And so when I speak about my truth or, you know, what's true about me, um, for me, this is a very fluid term. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see truth as being absolute for myself because I agree. I'm, what's true today might not be true tomorrow and that's mm-hmm. also okay you know um because we move you know life is a journey it's a flow and um so my truth is really being deeply connected to who i am um deeply understanding who i am mm-hmm. and aligning with that and living that you know, okay. so mm-hmm. when I speak about my truth, it's really, it's about self-knowledge, essentially, you know. It's so important. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, showing up as who I am at soul level, you know, because yes. all of us are these beautiful souls, but we take on all the packagings that are on this earth, you know. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and, and we create versions of ourselves which are not really who we are. Um, and so for me, my truth is knowing who I am at soul level and living that. And a very big part of my truth is an example, for example, is um, the truth about me is that I am an angelic messenger. So it's in my name. I was actually named at birth. So you know, people might have different words for this. They might say, you know, I'm a channel or I'm, you know, I'm psychic. I don't use any of those things. I just, you know, I, I see things about people and, I sp- and for myself and I speak them, you know. Mm-hmm. And just like that proclamation that I made in 2006, you know, I'm going to be a life coach and, you know, lo and behold, a couple of years I'm finally doing it, you know. So yes. that, that for me is a very big part of, what's true for me and yet I wasn't living that you know absolutely Um, so yeah so it's yeah it's like another level of kind of like this know thyself whole thing right because it's I I completely agree. It is it's the most important thing because without really tuning in and knowing yourself, it's 
it's hard to know what you want. It's hard to, you know, get to this place of soul happiness, the soul level happiness thing. So I love this message so much. And I do have to say, well, as soon as we connected here uh, on this call today, I sense this circle, this gorgeous circle of angels. It kind of reminded me of a star, actually. Um, so it was really, really beautiful. And I, I hadn't heard that stuff about you, that you were so connected with this, uh, with the angelic realm and work with them a lot. So I find that really, really, really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. So now can you tell me a little bit about how you would define unconditional self-acceptance? And I know this is, we're all just trying to kind of put the pieces together for this, but I know that you have an interesting perspective here. Oh boy, unconditional self-acceptance. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is so difficult, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it, I, I think I told you the last time we spoke um, that I, I think it's Oscar Wilde says um, that, you know, the most interesting journey, and I don't want to misquote him, but I'm sure I'm going to, so sorry, Oscar Wilde. We'll um, take it. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, the greatest gift you can give yourself is to have, a, you know, is, is to love yourself. Um, yes. And in your life. But, you know, the thing I think that the greatest gift we can actually give ourselves is self-acceptance or acceptance, and that's kind of the foreplay to yes. being able to love yourself. Um, because without being able to accept yourself you can't love yourself yes. and the thing is is that you know unconditional means not being conditional or limited right. um, it's being you know absolute it's it's without qualification and we start we, we really battle with this you know because our monkey minds first of all jump in and you know the inner bitch i don't know what you call your inner bitch but mine is, mine is a sasquatch okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, you know that, that that thing that comes up all the time and tells me these nasty things about myself and mm -hmm. um, you, you know so my self-saboteur you know um doesn't want me to to see myself for who i am or accept myself for who i am um and then we have this conditioning from outside of ourselves so i think this is the one area in most of our lives that we really really battle with and you know there's a quote by macrina um Vedic here and she says i will believe the truth about myself no matter how beautiful it is and you know what? That's harder for people to understand than they can feel bad and they can feel crappy about themselves. But whenever something feels really good, that's harder to take for a lot of people. Why is that? What is the matter with us? You know, right? What is the matter with us? Well, it's time and, to shift it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, for me, what I'm trying to do in my life is I'm trying to open up the space that I see myself in, its, in my fullness, mm. and by that I understand that it's the complete spectrum of energy. So what we claim as being good and bad, um, you know, angelic or demonic, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. the full spectrum. And yes. I understand that I'm capable of moving with anywhere within the energetic <laughs> sphere of experience, you know. And I also understand that I'm capable of doing dastardly, horrible, mean deeds. I understand that about myself. And Every I, human is, yes. Yes. And I accept that. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like accepting and embracing your shadow mm -hmm. and being aware that it's there. 
But inviting it for me, unconditional acceptance is inviting my shadow to walk alongside of me. Yes. Um, instead of, you know, trying to pack it away and believe, you know, act as if it doesn't exist or, mm. you know, in such a way that later on it comes out and, and sabotages me, you know. Sabotage, so, absolutely. You know, so it's, it's really seeing who I am and accepting that. And it's like, okay, you know, I see you. Come on, let's go. You know, we're on this journey together. Let's keep on going. And, um, yeah, the more time I spend in the light and the more time I spend things that are life-affirming for me, um, the less I do in, engage with negative energy in my life, you know. Exactly. That's, that's just a simple fact for anybody who tries it. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. it's this, like the, the picture that I'm really getting here is it's, it's allowing yourself to, one, get to know yourself, and then, two, kind of stepping more into accepting parts of yourself. And, I mean, again, this isn't like a perfection thing. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and make it happen. It's, it's a practice thing, as you mentioned. It's, it's this journey. And then as you're kind of awakening to accept yourself deeper and deeper, you're moving more into, like, the self-love, unconditional acceptance where you're not only embracing the parts of yourself that are, quote, unquote, good, you're embracing all parts of yourself as a whole. Yeah. And that's, that's the most important thing, that word that you just used, whole. Mm-hmm. You know, we focus on perfection. Mm-hmm. And I'm of the opinion that perfection doesn't exist. No. Because if something is perfect, mm-hmm. a new thing comes along, which is then more perfect than the old thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of cancels itself out. And, but I think, you know, it's possible for us to be whole. Yes. And, you know, to experience ourselves wholly and also to be whole souls. You yes. Know? Um, and, and, and to embrace that and to know that it's okay, you know. And, and when I speak about being whole, I'm also speaking about people on the spectrum that are choosing to maybe not live a life-affirming life, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, for them, that's their reality. Um, and that might also be good for them and good, you know. But each of us have the capacity to be whole for who we are, you know. Um, and I think, yeah, we should really embrace that. I love it. And what, what I'm, like, hearing, too, is that it's, it's whole from, like, two different ways. Like, whole as in complete, but whole is also in, like, holy kind of thing. So it's like this, this divinity as well because there's divinity in, in your whole being. So... But like trans- that. Isn't, that, isn't that the whole thing? You yeah. Know? That's yeah. what we hear. We actually hear as divine beings having a human experience. And, you know, it's like, yeah, that's good. You know? Yeah. Let's <laughs> <It's> do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. So, so let's kind of put this all together. And what tips and guidance do you have for those listening that really want to deepen their connection to their truth and really step towards this unconditional self-acceptance? What tips and guidance do I have? Or maybe just like one piece or something, because I'm sure that you could probably do a book on this if given enough time. (laughs) I think we touched on it earlier, and Hmm. that is know thyself, you know. Yes, yes. Um, And in order to know yourself, you need to live an examined life, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just think about it. It's like when you 
embarking on a new relationship, like you meet somebody that you're interested in, right? You mm -hmm. want to get to know everything about them. And if there's a spark, whether it's lust or love, okay, um, you want to spend as much time with them. You want to kind of just crawl under their skin. You know those early, dizzy days of love? You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's like no separation. Oh, we twin flames. Oh, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and you want to immerse yourself in that person, you mm -hmm. know, and have them immerse themselves in you. But the best gift that any of us can give ourselves in my very humble opinion, is to immerse ourselves in ourselves, not yes. as a narcissist, but to really fully know who we are, examine who we are. And as we examine the things, especially the critical things, okay, yes. that we embrace them, that we pull them in alongside of ourselves, and that we continue our journey together. You know, yes. So when I when I when I find that I start to go out of balance, because we all do, we all go out of balance. Okay. The first sign that I'm going out of balance is that I'm not minding my own business. Mm -hmm. And by that I mean I'm like focused on what other people are doing, or you know, somebody else's stuff has gotten up my nostrils, or mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm worried <laughs> about. And it's like, you know what? Just bring your attention back to yourself. This yes. is your life. You are here to live your life. So stay focused on what you want to do with your life and freaking live it. Yes, yeah. yes. Truth, like hashtag truth, because I, yeah. I, I agree with that. I could not agree with that message more. That's, so, oh. Yeah, so, you know, it's your life. Focus on you. That's all I yes. want to say. And, you know, don't make your life about your husband or your children or your job or your parents, because none of them are here to live your life. So really right. focus on you. And when you start going out of balance, I would like to encourage everybody, have a look, wait a minute, whose business am I minding? And how do I bring myself back to myself? Yes. You know, yes. I, I call it a fishing. You know, I go fishing. I look, I look for where I've run off and, you know, mm -hmm. and I kind of throw out the hook and I bring myself back. I was like, come here, here, this is where you are. You know, focus on what you're doing and carry on doing what you're doing and living how you want to live. So that's my small little tip. I love it, and there's there's such a there's such a mindfulness component to that as well. So it's 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 really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's it's like because life life is it's difficult. It has its ups and downs. You know. Mm -hmm. um, but when we are mindful, you know, when we don't get lost in the drama of whatever's going on, okay, um, and when we stay with ourselves, then we also get to, to know and accept ourselves all the more, you know. Um, Absolutely. Because, yeah, I, like yes. you said, Tracy, I can carry on talking about right? this. Right? I know. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So let's move on now to a question that I ask everybody that I interview. I, I find it really fascinating to hear everyone's different perspective. So can you give me an example of a time that you created happiness alchemy in your life? So all I mean by that is time that you turned a challenge or a struggle into like a learning, a growth and expansion. I mean, I mean, we've already talked about some. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've already told you one of my major, um, happiness alchemy moments and, right. and that for me you know walking the Camino was turning a, a, a life struggle into um, a time for growth and expansion but you Absolutely. know what I, I'm creating 
some happiness alchemy, as you call it, um, in another way at the moment in my life. And it doesn't feel like I'm struggling with this, although mm -hmm. I might have a different tune in about six months' time. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I got this crazy idea last year. My partner and I went hiking across the West Highland Way in Scotland. And, oh, Jesus, oh. if you think the Camino was bad, you know, the West Highland Way <laughs> felt like a thousand times worse. Cause we were I walking, can imagine. <laughs> we were walking in the most awful, awful conditions. And, right. Um, to, to kind of escape my misery because I was just miser miserable as I was walking in like hurricane grade winds and rain and uh, you know I, I came up with this idea to to write a letter a day in mm -hmm. 2018 and this is what I'm doing this is my big project for this year and every day I'm sitting down and I'm writing a letter to somebody handwriting a letter to somebody somewhere wow. in the world and I'm posting it off and, you know, everybody said to me at the beginning, what is that about? Why are you doing it? You know, what's the outcome going to be? Are you going to write a book? Are you going to become an expert on letter writing or connection or, you know? And it has that feeling to me like the feeling I had when I, when I thought I'm going to walk the Camino. It's yes. like I feel, I feel compelled to do this mm -hmm. and I just, I just frigging want to do it, okay? Right, yeah. So, Today, I think, is day 72. Yeah. Wow. So writing the 72nd letter today. And, you know, Tracy, this is insane because I sit down every day, I pull a name out of a hat, and I write to that person. And the majority of the people on the list, I don't even know. I don't know these people. Wow. And it's like I'm just having a conversation with people. I'm just sharing myself with them. I'm just inviting them into whatever's going on in my head or my life or my, you know, whatever my, my soul and I'm just sharing myself with that and as the letters are starting to come back because you know the condition was if you want to participate in this project you've got to write back to me yes and as the letters are starting to come back it's just filling me with so much joy you know and it's like oh wow you know and and people just want to be connected exactly um, yeah, so, so this is just, it, 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 like I said, it doesn't feel like a struggle, but, you know, halfway through the year it might be a different story. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, I'm just loving it, and I'm just doing it for the pure joy of doing it. And I'm going to see where it lands up. I don't know where it's going to land up, but, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah, it's such like a grounded unity connection. Like, that's, I, that's, that's really intriguing. That's, that's very interesting. And I love it how you're just like, don't know why I'm doing it. I feel called to do it, so I'm just doing it. So that's all that's happening. So more exactly. people need to pay attention to that, too. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, and you know, many times when we do, when we act from that space of, I don't know why, but I'm just doing it because it yes. feels good, you yes. know, it's like, well, actually, I'm allowing myself joy, and I don't have to explain it to anybody. I'm just doing it. Yeah, and that's that's it. You know? So yeah, that's um, beautiful. So I have I have a few more letters still to write, and you know, I needed 365 people to join up on the project, and 405 people signed up. So, <laughs> wow. so some days I'm going to be writing more than one letter, but yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll speak again about it later in the year. Oh, I, I would love that. Going. Yeah. Yes, I would yeah. love that. Yeah, and it's it's just another way to to really spread this this vibration that you're spreading around, which is kind of this this piece of your wholeness here. 
and it's I love it how it's it's increasing your joy level and your feeling of connection and love and then it's also doing that for the 365 people you write to and then it's expanding that further as they're talking to people about it and it's expanding it further as they're writing back to you and it's just like it's this gorgeous spiral of um of of all these energies so that's that's really beautiful yeah I'll, I'll be interested to hear more about that later on I've never seen it like that, but as you described it, it just it was a spiral. It was a beautiful yeah. spiral, like a kaleidoscope. Yes. I kind of just saw that I'm creating this kaleidoscope of joy. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That makes me feel happy. It should. It's great. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're working on a lot of things very clearly. Um, is there anything particular you're working on right now um, that, that's really exciting you? And I know we've talked about a few things already. And tell me a little bit about where listeners can go to find you online as well. Sure. What am I working on at the moment? Well, um, I've got a, a workshop coming up in two weeks, which um, – it's a, it's a mouthful. I need to change the name of this thing, but um, I call it the conscious chakra connection. Where I help yes. I help the participants connect with their inner energy and understand mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on the final edit of my book, so yes. um, that's letters from the way, and hopefully it's going to be launched in the next two weeks. And what's also super 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 exciting is I've decided to start my own podcast. Yay! Um, yeah, because, you know, what I'm calling it, and <laughs> this is not, not out there in stone yet, but I'm going to call it, I think, um, Life is Hard and Then You Die. And, um, <laughs> I like it. it. It suits you, though, because you, you have that humor around you, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, this is the thing, you know, and, and let's have inspiring everyday conversations about this thing called life and how, mm-hmm. we, and how we create it. And, yeah, so that's really exciting. So I want to get that up as well in the next 30 days. And um, and also I'm working with my clients, which is wonderful. So, you know, that also brings me great joy. So if anybody wants to reach out to me online, um, you can find me. My business is called Inspire for Life Coaching, and that's all spelled. There's no letters, no numbers in that. Um, so my website is inspireforlifecoaching.com. Um, my Facebook presence is under the same name. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. So all the normal social places, you can check out, you know, where I am online. Or you can just write to me at Angela at inspireforlifecoaching.com. And I, I love to, as you can hear, I love to write to people. Yes. <laughs> If, if you email me, I will email you back, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so, great. Sorry, continue on there. No, I'm finished. Okay, if, amazing. If you let me continue, I'll just carry on forever. <laughs> We'll just keep going here. So I'm going to link, I'll link all those things in the show notes below as well um, so that people can click and, and go ahead and check you out and find out how they can work with you and learn more about your, your book and all of the amazing things that you do. So Angela, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Tracy. I've loved chatting with you, and um, I hope that your listeners have enjoyed listening to me carry on and on and on about loving yourself and accepting yourselves and living your life. And um, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Happiness Alchemy podcast. If you know someone who would resonate with this message, please share this episode with them. Sending so much gratitude. Have an amazing day.